the 1950s science fiction podcast episode one 50s sci-fi radio dramas hello everyone and welcome to my new podcast on 50 sci-fi i hope you, that my introduction episode was audible to you you can find a written transcript at my vocal media profile if you're not able to understand this if you're not able to understand the recording I'm still working on some podcasting issues, so I do ask for your indulgence. I will work on the overall quality of the podcast as I continue. In this first episode, I will discuss 1950s sci-fi radio dramas such as Dimension X and X-1, as well as a few others I have come across. I have listened to both of these old-time radio shows by the internet in podcast form, while other show titles I've discovered in more roundabout ways... X-1 is a favorite of mine, and I have listened to it very frequently. I even posted an article on the series three years ago on my vocal media profile page. The post is one of my most popular stories on the site, ranking my sixth most read article. Just click on the website icon on the podcast page, and it will redirect you to my profile. Science fiction radio dramas trace their inception during the 1930s with the launch of broadcast programming. The new medium of radio brought all manner of entertainment to households during the Great Depression. National networks would produce a wide variety of genres for listening audience, such as westerns, mysteries, comedies, and supernatural horror. Science fiction tended to fall into the juvenile venue, which with such shows as Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. These series originated from popular comic strips published in the newspaper during the 1930s. These shows and others like them provided good escapist fantasies for the youth of the era. Some of the other sci-fi stories were broadcasted in other shows within horror dramas during the 30s and 40s. However, it wasn't until after World War II that that attempt was made to create more adult science fiction shows. 2000 Plus, first aired on March 15, 1950, was a show that that had stories about space travel, technology, and science. Other programs followed afterwards. Mentioned X, Tales of Tomorrow, and X minus One. The 50s was a golden age of science fiction radio drama under the creativity of Isaac Amanoff, Ray Bradbury, and Robert Heinlein. Some of these some of the episodes from these shows had stories written by these very authors. I have listened to 50s radio dramas here and there, but the two I'm most familiar with and listen to the most are Dimension X and X-1. It's these two shows I'll discuss in the podcast. Dimension X was first broadcasted in April 1950 and went off the air September 1951. The drama aired on NBC Radio Network and 50 episodes completed its run. The series had stories adapted from such great science fiction writers like Isaac Amanoff, whose short story Pebble in the Sky was first broadcasted on the show. The episode is about a scientist who returns to Earth to warn of impending doom, but can he warn the Supreme Leader Earth before it's too late? I just recently heard this episode on Spotify, and it's great. Dimension X producers make creative use of sound effects and music to convey to the listener alien worlds, future technology, and suspenseful settings. A theremin 
an electrical, an electrical device that produces weird sounds, gave a scary atmosphere to the atmosphere, to the episodes. The Thunderbird itself played without touching the control pads by placing the hands near and far from the rods. The musician, the musician could change the tone of the instrument. Film producers used the Thurman music in the soundtrack of many sci-fi movies from the 50s. One notable motion picture, The Day the Earth Stood Still, a Thurman played while radar technicians looked at their screens during the opening sequences of the movie. Dimension X opening narration was spoken by Norman Rhodes. The opening narration goes like this. Adventures in time and space told in future tense. Then you would hear the title echo accompanied by loud music. Now shall we give the title of the, the episode. The show's producers were Van Woodward and William Welch, while Edward King and Fred Wiki directed. The show didn't last very long due to the lack of sponsorship. The show did air advertisements for Wheaties cereal, but only it only lasted for a short while. Otherwise, the series went unsponsored. The principal scriptwriters for the show were Ernest Canoy and George Leppertz. Together, both writers adapted stories from many great science fiction authors, some such as Kurt Vonnegut Jr. had his short fiction transcribed for the drama. Even though the writers had plenty of material to choose from, they, they also contributed their own stories. Adventures in Time and Space, transcribed in future tense. Dimension X. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, bring you Dimension X. After the cancellation of Dimension X, a new version of the show debuted on NBC. The series was called X-1 and continued with the same producers as Dimension X. The writers would use, would use the stories from the groundbreaking writers like Ray Bradbury, Robert Heinlein, and Asi Aminon. <clears throat> the producers even recreated previous episodes from Dimension X for broadcast. Also, the writers drew from Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine for original stories. Like Dimension X, the series used dramatic opening narration. The listener heard a countdown of a rocket launch accompanied by music and sound effects. The narrator would tell the listener, quote, These are stories of the future, adventures in which to live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. I've always thought this line is awe-inspiring. X minus one ran from April 24th, 1955 to January 9th, 1958. The show produced some 125 half-hour episodes outweighing Dimension X by almost a 2 to 1 ratio for productivity. I listened to my first episode of X 
minus one over 10 years ago via iTunes download. I don't remember which episode it was, but I knew it was a great series. Later in the 2010s, I found more episodes via social media. I started listening to and reposting them as well. One of my favorites is The Parade, which is an original story written by George Leopards. In this story, an advertising executive takes a client who claims to be a Martian and tells them that he wants to inform the world that the Martians are, are invading. The ad man accepts the job with no questions asked. However, he However, he finds that things are not as they appear and realizes he made a big mistake. Can he stop the danger in time before it's too late? Another excellent but tragic episode is The Cold Equations. In this story, an astronaut finds a storeway on his spaceship. The storeway who is a young woman who is desperate to see her brother on a plague-ridden planet. The ship is en route to deliver medical supplies when he discovers the stowaway. Stowaway. Problems, problems arise when the pilot can't adjust for her weight or the journey, and he must make a difficult decision. As I pointed out in my article on X-1, not all the episodes were serious. Some were lighthearted. Down for blast off. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents X minus one. Overall, X-1 was an excellent series <clears throat> written by many talented writers. These stories would even hold up by today's standards if redone. The show is very family-friendly and is in a way is a way to introduce your child to science fiction. Granted, episodes may seem a bit silly or mellow, but they were a product of their time. I do recommend listening to a few episodes of the series just for the superb writing. If you're a hardcore science fiction fan, I don't think you'll be disappointed. When X-1 got cancelled, it marked the end of an era for science fiction radio dramas. There were, there were one or two sci-fi dramas still on the air. The meeting was dying out due to the competition of television. Some radio dramas would continue into the 60s, but they didn't last very long. These sci-fi radio dramas would see a renewal renewed interest in the 70s with the revival of the old-time 
radio programs on network stations. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater would present science fiction stories and mid and other genres like, like in the old days. Listening to one of the sci-fi episodes gave you the same impression that you were listening to one of the 50s radio shows. Now, where to find these shows? You can download radio dramas free at Internet Archive Library. The, suite, the site has many episodes of Dimension X, X-1, and many other OTR series. The website is archive.org, archive.org, spelled A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot O-R-G. Simply search for podcasts that are O-R-T, O-T-R, science fiction. One of my favorite spots on the web for old-time radio is Relic Radio. Site is, that site has all manner of old-time radio, including science fiction. The website is relicradio.com, spelled R E. L-I-C-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Finally, 50 sci-fi radio dramas uploaded to YouTube have a slideshow attached to the video portion of, to the podcast. The combination of the two makes, makes the podcast an enjoyable experience. Well, this concludes my first regular episode of the 1950s Science Fiction Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode and that it has been informative and entertaining. I hope to I hope to have other podcasts in the works soon, soon, but only as time permits. You can send me feedback via the messaging system on Anchor FM or through Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Edward German 3. That's Edward with the capital E and German with the capital G 3. I will also have a written transcript of this podcast published on my vocal media profile. Simply look at the website icon and click onto it and look for the stories. And also feel free to read any other stories you find on my vocal page. Before I leave today, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Please feel free to donate if you can or to sponsor my podcast. Thanks for listening.